0: Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon. Sandy. Hi. How are you?
1: (laughs) I am great. How are you?
0: I am well. Thank you. I was looking at our rundown for today's episode and thinking how timely it is. I have this. Really? Yeah, this relatively new dog in our life. Her name is Maggie, short for magpie. And we've had her since May, June. And Mm -hmm. um, she came to us from an unknown place with unknown circumstances, but she is perhaps the most willful critter in our house, people included. Wow. And I was thinking as I was struggling to get her to do what I need her to do and need her not to do, like eat my shoes and headphones and things like that, how little control <laughs> I have over this animal and how frustrating that Indeed. is. Indeed. <laughs> and then today we're talking about power and control, which is so perfect. Exactly. It's like the universe said, Shannon, you need a reminder. <laughs>
1: There you go. And you know, the word frustrated means you don't have control or you feel like you don't have control. Anytime you say to yourself, I am so frustrated, what you're saying is, I don't have control over this and it's driving me nuts. Oh, interesting. So that's where you are with Maggie. (laughs) I am very much there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, hopefully at the
0: end of today's episode, I will have better coping skills. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, let's check out power and control. Go for it. Many people believe that power and control are the same thing, but they're really very different, and both can be used for positive or negative purposes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Power means you have the ability with yourself or authority designated from others to influence or be in charge of something or someone. Mm -hmm. If you're a boss or a CEO, or a president, or a leader, with that title, with that job, comes power. In business, a good leader has the power to inspire others so that she or he does not Control them. You inspire and empower them to control themselves. Mm -hmm. And you have the power to set the parameters. At work, we need to do this. These things need to happen. These are the recommended ways to do it. But then you empower your people to actually do it.
0: What's the one quote that everybody on the planet knows about power? It's the one in Spider Man with great power comes great responsibility.
1: Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) That's the responsibility to not over control. Right. To use it for good. Yes. You use it for good and you use it sparingly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean like you get to be the dictator, although there are dictators and they do use that power to control in horrible ways. But Mm -hmm. if you want to be a positive power person, you have to pay attention to how you wield it. Well, I have a quote. The problem with a lot of people is that they don't realize they have power over themselves. And that's really the only thing that you have complete power over is yourself. And the quote says, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. And even if you have a boss who is powerful, you also have power over you and what you choose to do. And you also have power over things like your thoughts, and your breathing, and your attitude, and your behavior. You always have the power to be in charge of that. You may not use it, and you may let other people control that, but you have the power, and it's important to know that you have that. Yes. And then there's control. And control is when you use your power to influence impact or create something or someone. When you are the boss, you with other people, or when you're the parent of a small child, you do have to be in control because with a small child, it's your job to keep them safe and teach them how to grow up to be in charge of themselves. But when they're little, when children are small, you have to be in charge of them and you have to control them. You don't want them to eat the ant poison or run out in the street, so you have to be in control a certain amount.
0: Right. It's been interesting watching you with your grandkids because, I mean, when I was little, I wasn't able to recognize when you were giving me control and when you were being in control because I was tiny. Uh But it's been fun seeing you with the grandkids because when they were little, which they're not anymore, (laughs) you would give them control where you could. So even though you pretty much dictated what they got into and where they physically were at any period in time, you would give them options where you could give them options. Do you want grilled cheese or soup for lunch? Do you want to wear the pink shirt? Do you want to wear the blue shirt? Like You made them aware that they had some power over themselves. And then as they got older, you give them more and more and more of that.
1: Right. And I hope we yeah, with you and your brother too. Right. I just don't remember it. That's all.
0: It was a very, very long time ago. <laughs> but that relationship, and we've talked about this a lot over the years, that relationship is really necessary to evolve, but hard to evolve so that when I became an adult and my brother became an adult, you're still a parent, but figuring out where that control ends and where our personal responsibility begins has been uncomfortable at times. A pain. (laughs) Yeah. A pain in the neck. (laughs) We've come to a really nice place with it, I think. Yeah. I'm a step-parent and I want her to be safe and healthy and make good choices, but she's almost 17 years old. like She's got a whole lot more power and control over herself than she did when I first met her at eight or nine. Right. The things that I want to say to her maybe are more appropriate for somebody much younger. And then she'll roll her eyes and be like, yeah, I know, you know, Mm -hmm. but you and I have come to a nice place where you're like, I just can't not say it. It will pound its way out of me if I don't say it. (laughs) But once I say it to you, you have the power to ignore it. Like, I get to say what I want to say, but you get to do what you want to do.
1: Right. And I have to be quiet. And that's
0: been really helpful. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It alleviated a lot of the tension in our relationship once we came to that place. Because you would say like, Shannon, do you need a coat? And you know (laughs) me, you have my coats in my car.
1: Yeah, it's always in the (laughs) car. Never on the body, always in the car.
0: (laughs) And at 40 years old, I would be like, come on. Like I've been dressing myself and taking care of myself for a very long time. And you're like, I know, I just love you. And it's part of being a mom and I can't help it. Right. So once we came to that place where you have the power to say what you need to say, and I have the power to go shove it,
1: (laughs) then it was good. Yeah. And the thing is that if it's something more than a coach, if it's something really, I think is important and it could turn out badly later, I don't want to kick myself for not having spoken up just in case you wanted some of my ancient wisdom so <laughs> I get to say what I'm thinking in a totally non-judgmental way just hey sure. this is my thought you get to say thank you I will consider that and then go do what you want and then I will never have that negative guilt feeling that oh my gosh it didn't work out right and if only I had said something it might have been different yeah it seems to work for us these days, which is great. It does. And it was such a simple solution. Yeah. Well, everybody had to get their emotions out of it. And you had to not yeah. get mad that, oh, she's still being a mother. You know, get off my back. And I had to <laughs> get over, this is my little girl. I need to protect her because I don't. You protect yourself.
0: And I do that with my husband. When he leaves the house every single morning, the last thing I say to him has to be, be safe. Yes. Every single day day. Yes. And it's not like he's heading out every day intending to not be safe.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And it's not like he would go, Oh, yeah, I think I will. Like that's a good thought of that. Of course. (laughs) Duh. But I can't not say it. Right. Yeah. So I totally get it. I have no control over that, right. but I don't want to be the person who doesn't say it and then have something go wrong.
1: Right. It's like only if I'd said it, of course, it wouldn't have changed right. whatever happened. Then but... he would
0: have paid attention. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and that's the difference. You don't have the power and you don't have the control. But you do have the love and caring, and you can express those without expecting to be in control, without expecting him to click his heels and salute and say, yes, ma'am, you know, and then... (laughs) oh if all day long go <laughs> Shannon says be safe <laughs> Shannon says no no it's. <laughs> control is an interesting thing so at work your bosses do have the right to have some control over what you do at work because it's their job to make sure that you do whatever it is you do that's best for the company but they do not have control over you outside of work and they don't have control over what you choose to eat for lunch or that kind of thing. The important thing for all of us to remember is that we have power and control over who we are and how we interact out in the world. And a lot of people give that up. I think it's twofold.
0: I think a lot of people give it up because they don't know they have it. Right. And I think a lot of people pretend to give it up to get what they want. If you never have to make a decision, then you never have to be responsible for the consequences. And I
1: think that's where some people are. They are. They are. And it works short term. Yes. But it doesn't work long term. It's so much better to actually take some responsibility. If you were fortunate enough to be raised in a family where they gave you responsibility, then you learned to do that. A lot of parents overindulge their young children. They give them everything they want. They think the parent job is to make their child happy and wonderful and they get everything and they don't have to do anything. And that is not the parent job.
0: And that the kid never has to suffer the consequences of their mistakes because the parent doesn't let them happen.
1: Exactly. The kid makes mistakes, but there's no consequence And as they grow, they feel entitled that it should be all about them. Once they're adults, they're surprised that, oh my goodness, I have to be responsible for myself now. I have to get a job and pay my rent and buy my food. Nobody's going to just give that to me anymore. And even if I don't like my job, I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to be homeless there are people who choose to go that other way. They just say, oh, well, I'm just going to hang out and sleep on the greenway or whatever. And somebody will give me food and somebody will give me a blanket and I'll be fine. And that's not accepting your personal power at all. It's not taking care of yourself.
0: Your life won't go where you want it to go if you don't take the wheel.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yes, that should be one of those quotes that we put in everywhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's the one that we see floating around on social media all the time? Something like, when you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control how you react to what's happening. That's where your power is.
1: And that is so true. That is exactly right. You have control over your attitude You have control how you choose to respond. If somebody cuts you off on the freeway, you can go, ugh, what an idiot, and leave it alone. Or you can chase them down and cause an accident or do something worse. You have the control and the power over that. And it's about your attitude. You have the control to decide Is this worth it? Am I going to make a deal out of this or not? And that's your power over you. People forget that a lot. Also, a big thing is some relationships are abusive. One partner has so much control of the other that the first partner doesn't get to be who she or he is. They just spend all their time trying not to anger or upset the other person because whatever that person does when they're angry, it's not safe often. And that's an abusive relationship. What is so important for all of us to do always is set boundaries around yourself so others don't take advantage of you.
0: And you can revisit the boundaries episode. We've done it twice because this is a
1: big one. It is huge. You have to have boundaries around what you will and will not accept from other people or from the world. And on the flip side,
0: you have to respect other people's boundaries. We very rarely come at it in our conversation because we're all about personal power. Right. But part of being a responsible wielder of power is respecting other people's boundaries.
1: That is so huge. Yes, if somebody else has a boundary and you don't particularly like it, that's not your business. You don't have the right to cross that. They have to give you that right.
0: Again, that that topic gets murky when we talk about kids.
1: When they're little and they don't understand the world, you be in charge. You have the power and you be in charge. As soon as they start being able to walk and talk and function, you start giving them power and teach them so that by the time they're teenagers and older, they'll be able to be responsible, be reliable, and make good decisions that take care of themselves and respect others. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, the whole parent thing is very tricky.
0: It does make having these conversations a little bit of a challenge. It's so much easier just to talk about being an adult. <laughs> Actually, that's not easy at all, being an adult. We all
1: start as little tiny people. And how True. we are treated when we're little tiny people sets the stage for where we go as adults. For some of us, we were taught how to be an adult. For others, it's a whole huge learning curve because it never occurred to them mm-hmm. that they have to be responsible. when you're on a sports team and everybody gets a trophy, even if you never got off the bench, you didn't learn that you have to get out and play. Or if you're in school and they don't do grades because you feel bad if you get a D, you don't learn that what you choose to do is going to impact the results in the future. How to earn it. How to earn it. Yeah, I think that's sort of a concept that has been lost for a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: don't have to earn it. And parents say, well, I want their life to be easier than mine. Sure, that's fine. Give them lots of love, but also teach them to be adults.
0: Right. When they leave the house, the rest of the world is not going to say, it's our job to protect that person's feelings at all. It's that person's job to protect their own feelings, and that's a muscle you have to learn how to use. Exactly.
1: And your personal power, we're all about, obviously, this is your personal power pod, being really in touch with and aware of your power over yourself and your responsibility. With power goes responsibility. In order to be powerful, set your boundaries, take care of your life, be respectful to others, all those things, that's your personal power. And you have to be aware of when you're using it and how you're using it.
0: Where have you struggled with this topic in your life?
1: A long time ago, I was in a relationship where I didn't have a lot of self-esteem. I didn't know who I was. So he was defining me and I sort of became a reflection of who he thought I needed to be. He would criticize me if I would do something that was sandy because, well, that's not who you are well, yeah, maybe it is who I am. As I got older and wiser and started to pay attention to the relationship, I realized that he was trying to control me and make me be who he wanted me to be. And I was realizing I wanted to be who I am. And those did not mesh. Those just didn't fit Mm -hmm. together. We got together in the first place because... I didn't know who I was and he knew who he wanted me to be. So we started out that way. But then I matured and became more self-aware and realized, no, this isn't working. I can't be who he wants. He's not happy. And I'm definitely not happy because I need to be me. So that's where I claim my personal power. And that's why I'm all about (laughs) self-esteem and personal power. Because there was a time when I didn't have any. And it was not fun. It was very painful and uncomfortable and sad. So that's why I'm all about doing this and helping people find their personal power and be their own best self.
0: Thank you for sharing that.
1: Because that's where your joy comes in. That's where your Mm -hmm. heart sings. Being authentic. Being authentic. That's it. And I have another fun little quote here. Be a victor, not a victim. Nice. Okay, to wrap up, Power is having the authority and ability to control someone or something. This can be used for positive or negative purposes. With power comes control. Pay attention to how you use it. Never abuse it or use it to harm someone or yourself. If you have control over others, use it sparingly. Know when to stop. Use it to empower them. If others have control over you, make sure you set up boundaries so it doesn't get overwhelming or abusive. As an adult, you always have power and control over yourself, your thoughts, attitudes, beliefs, body, and actions, and breathing. Make sure you pay attention to your breathing. Be sure to set boundaries so others don't take control of you and pay attention to where power and control are in your life, and make sure you use them for good.
0: When I was a teenager, you would say, you always have a choice. If you'd say, like, why did you do something? And I'm like, I didn't have a choice. And you'd say, you always have a choice. You may not be able to control what the people around you are doing, or even what is happening to you, but you have a choice in how you respond to it, how you look at the situation. You always have some control, even if it's itty bitty tiny.
1: Absolutely. I remember I saw a person who was in one of the concentration camps during the war uh-huh. and he talked about all the things they did, he and his fellow prisoners, to maintain their attitude and they would do silly little things, fun things. They would play little tricks on the guards and <laughs> they found ways to be in control of their lives. Even though they were prisoners in in a concentration camp. Mm -hmm. So you always, always have the power over yourself and how you choose to look at things.
0: Thank you, Sandy.
1: Thank you, Shannon.
0: We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life or topics you'd like us to address in future episodes. Also, we would love if you wanted to review our podcast. You can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com, click contact and drop us an email. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.